Okay, good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you can for today's uh, trading opportunities. Um, so, good morning to everyone. Um, let's get straight into it. Then, let's. Um, not, not an awful lot has happened since yesterday, um, market, market wide. So, um, we were expecting a relatively quiet day yesterday because it was a bank holiday in the US. So. Uh, and, and that's pretty much what we got. So um, we did sort of ease ourselves into one particular trade, which we'll discuss now in a second. We booked profit in our pound dollar trade. Wasn't really worth sticking with or hanging around with for much longer, just in case it took a big, uh, uh, a lot of the gains, you know, started to correct slightly across the board. We knew there wasn't going to be that much volatility, but um, it was worth booking in profit up at those higher levels. So a good trade out of that pound dollar. Um, and uh, we were able to get into the NASDAQ. So let's take you through it. Um, just as a quick intro, um, profitable traders, they need to consider, of course, which markets to trade. So trade selection is an important feature of trading financial markets. Then where do we want to be entering these markets and exiting? Um, don't forget. When you exit a market, it's not just for a stop loss. You also exit for a, a profit, uh, like we demonstrated yesterday with the pound dollar. How do we manage risk? Um, trade management as well. Once you're in a bit of profit, again, the, that pound dollar is a really good example. Once you, you know, you make significant gains, you want to try and hold on to them and make sure you don't give those back. And then trading psychology as well. So. Um, you know, an important feature for these markets. Okay, so we address these considerations live every day in our trade rooms um, when we look at trades, and we are strong advocates of being consistent in, in how we trade markets and not be uh, flip-flopping because market conditions constantly evolve and change. We have to adapt with those conditions. You know, don't throw your, your strategy out the window just because the market conditions are not, not suitable to your approach um so some good things to learn over the last number of months um so let's uh start with this review of potential market moving news so so we already discussed um yesterday's sort of net gains across these markets are, are pretty slim either to the upside or to the downside. So not a huge amount to work with yesterday. And we should, we had that bank holiday uh, in the US. Now, I suppose the good news is today is full tilt. So we've got full market conditions across the board, across Europe and the US over the course of the trading day. Um, not a huge amount from a, a news-driven perspective today, um, but it is worth noting that there is some important news events for the remainder of the trading week. Um, so we start Tomorrow morning, we start with um, a UK CPI numbers, uh, which are due out. Slight improvement, not probably what the BOE were probably hoping for, but um, still, we will get an interesting response in the pound, I'm sure. And then we need to be mindful we've got jerome powell we've got two days of jerome powell uh, in the us and he's going to be grilled by politicians so um he, he will we'll get these testimonies um tomorrow 
from three o'clock onwards. So, and again on Thursday, three o'clock, uh, we'll have the same. Now, expect this to be probably quite a volatile event for markets. Um, he will be answering questions, of course. He will be grilled to a certain degree. A lot of it is grandstanding. You're going to get these politicians, um, you know, looking to to throw the cleverest question out there and and try and impress the their voters um so it, it's a tricky it's going to be a tricky thing for for jerome powell to try and navigate because what what we know from the um, just looking at body language really and um you know prior to the fomc he was very very cautious about what he was saying in in a um when he was on stage, um, I can't remember at what particular event, but um, you know he was kind of referencing his notes, and uh, he was very sort of careful not to not to step out of line. I'm sure he'll he'll adopt a similar approach, but just be mindful of that. And then we're heading back towards those central banks, so we're going to be hearing on Thursday from the Swiss National Bank um, and the BOE as well. So. Uh, We've got that particular news event as well, and we close out the week looking at manufacturing and services numbers. So um, we've been seeing a an expanding global services industry and, and a bit of a contracting manufacturing industry. So manufacturing slowing services um, seems to be growing. So we'll, we'll have a look at that in a little bit more detail uh, on Friday. Okay, so this is really what we're what we're focusing our attentions on. So let's get these charts up, and um, I mean, in summary, there's really not a, not not an awful lot to work with. So we're expecting prices to sort of get below the yeah, it was the forty four ten. We we did, but only only technically, um, and we're only sort of still four points below that forty four ten. So our expectations would be to the downside, but there's such a lack of a lack of volume. So the Dow a little bit um, if we just take Friday's low. You know, we have squeezed a little bit lower in the Dow, but nothing, nothing significant. Um, and this was the the trade of choice, really, which was the the, the DAX. Um, so, okay, we've 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 technically begun to roll over, but we're pretty much at our entry to the downside. Um, so, and it's interesting, sort of, when you do your analysis, you're, you're looking at sort of news headlines, and it's. Um, you know they use quite emotive words um like equities uh under pressure and things and like it's a bit of an overreaction i mean if i showed you a, a chart over the last six months and we're looking at this chart here from bottom left to top right um thank you Uh, just getting this pen up here for you. Um, 
Right, so if we're looking at this chart from from bottom left to top right, um, and you're looking at these equity markets in a similar fashion, it's hard to call price action up here under pressure. So, I mean, I, I know it's only a, it's only a headline, but um, that's why you kind of have to try and make your own decisions. Now we're looking to get into this trade to the downside, just on a on a bit of a pullback, um, a bit of a corrective move. It's not that that it's it's game over for the equities. We'd be looking to buy at a lower price, but um, short term sell. That was the idea behind the trade. So you know, do your own analysis and make your own sort of judgments on these markets because you can be misguided very easily. Um, the FTSE has been in this sort of quite messy range. We we had so we'd been on a bit of a, a rollover to the downside. Structural failures lower. Um, then we extend to the downside. We reverse pretty quickly. And then we're in this little sideways moving price action, a uh, couple of rejections of the highs, a couple of rejections of the lows, and just really not making that much progress between 76.58 and 75.43. So um, need to see a little bit more. We're kind of in a similar situation with the DAX, but we'd probably still expect that, that upside move at some point. Um, so European equities are a little bit more bearish, not much bearish, but uh, certainly more bearish than the US. And the UK is looking quite positive again. So again, we, we, we to even think about getting into the upside in the UK, you'd probably need prices back to thirty-two seven hundred, and we're just uh, not able to get back to that level. And then just looking at Bitcoin, a little bit of a bounce last sort of five or six days. Um, for Bitcoin. So commodities, slightly more bearish move in, in, in US oil. And it's, it's really quite choppy because um, we were, we were pushing higher for a part of yesterday and uh, ended up, you know, a lot, a lot weaker. Um, gold, it's in this little sideways pattern, so we don't really mind which which way this, this market breaks. Um, will it break to the upside? To the downside, we're, we're happy to trade it in either direction. Um, and it will just depend on, on other, other developments elsewhere. Okay, so not really a huge amount to get too excited about um so let's look at the the dollar pairs um again a little bit of selling yesterday in in the in the euro dollar and this is kind of often what you get with um with markets that have uh extended their moves in in one direction or the other you get a bit of you get a bit of price action that just kind of correlates, sorry, congregates um, and shows signs of exhaustion up at these levels. And that's pretty much kind of where we're at. So we can look at a little bit of dollar strength. We could look at further downside indice weakness. It's going to be slow and, and a little bit arduous, but 
that is likely to be the trade. Not a huge amount going on with the dollar yen. Um, so we might we might get a situation where the dollar and the yen could strengthen if we have this risk off phase begin to feed through these markets um we could have a bit of um dollar and yen strength if if it's kind of more of a risk off market condition and the problem is we're we're unable to to determine whether whether we're risk on or risk off um there's the potential for risk off but of course we're up at these elevated highs that could turn around really quickly and there's a lack of kind of volume at the minute as well so a bit of sort of it's just a low volume market now it's just um it needs a bit of time to to pick back up and reassert itself dollar swiss and um, bouncing off the lows and um we now have these highs so bit of dollar strength yesterday will we get further strength today dollar cad a little bit of a so this is like an upside down picture of um of the nasdaq and the s p a bit of a rollover potentially for us to have a look at um so we extended this move down to these lows and now we're just looking for just a short-term pullback that might be worth looking at um dollar cad so looking for a little bit of dollar strength looking for a little bit of that dollar strength so this was a trade that we did get that pullback largely overnight um now the aussie dollar and the and the the New Zealand dollar in a slightly different position. So let me just explain this quickly before we, we wrap things up. Um, it's important to note we were kind of in a bit of a long-term sideways moving pattern. And as always, when we get a breakout of these levels, we can look to get involved in a bit of selling kind of around this like zone here we had a nice little run-up as well to the downside so eventually we made a monthly low and prices pushed to the downside but then look what happened this is nothing more than just a pullback but we've 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 cleared out previous consolidation and we just traded straight through it and now we're pulling back into this little zone this is kind of dangerous price action because You know, we'd expect, you know, prices to pull back and then attempt to make a new low and then start to rally. That would make us feel a little bit more comfortable about the price action. This kind of price action, we're still, like the Aussie dollar wouldn't be at the forefront of our trade selection uh, currently. Uh, for that reason, it's um, a little bit unclear from a price action perspective. Um, kind of similar situation there is a, a little sort of a a structural failure trade of sorts so this means that our bias can be a little bit more to the downside and uh, this might be a better option than the aussie dollar so elsewhere nothing really going on 
in the euro pound euro yen see this corrective move may very well be worth looking at and it's very much in line with yesterday's analysis so now we're looking for prices to to continue that roll over to the downside not really getting any follow through yet but we might do over the course of the trading day so this is our trade plan so this is um so our market summary can remain the same uh potential for risk off market conditions does this sort of um prices are, are sort of congregating up at these highs and uh they don't they could certainly do with a, a corrective move and very much like yesterday we can look for that potential us indice weakness um potential dollar strength and potential yen strength as well so markets like the pound yen might be a decent side of setup and just to clarify they're kind of short-term moves and um, because they are more corrective they're secondary trend trades so not not top of the list as far as probability is concerned but certainly if there's a corrective move you know taking place after last week's really quite explosive bull markets then we can certainly take advantage of that short term and that's the beauty of, of day trading we can have that flexibility okay so we can begin to uh, trade at normal size now and uh, look at probably more normal trade frequencies we're still a little bit tentative more so to do with the fact that we're in the summer months and uh, you know they're not always the the most ex explosive or exciting trading conditions but um we can ease off if we're looking at these corrective moves we will be sort of trading smaller size because it's a corrective move it's a secondary trend move and we'll be trading a little bit lower size because of that so it's not because of per se the market conditions as such okay so look i'm going to cut and paste that into the chat box for you and um we wrap it up there, guys, if that's okay. Of course, any questions, don't hesitate to, uh, to post them into the chat box. So we can pretty much run with yesterday's trade plan. Sometimes you don't get any market movement over the course of 24 hours, and you're still looking for the same sort of stuff. And that's pretty much where we're at. All right, guys. So on that note, um, there's our trade plan. We're looking for potential risk off market conditions that kind of roll over trade across the board. Um, where we're looking for potential US weakness. So um, and dollar strength as well. There's an opportunity for the dollar to just pull back across most pairs and the same situation with the uh, with the yen. So the pound yen, for example, could be a, an interesting trade to look at maybe the euro yen as well great stuff guys so on that note thanks very much for joining us we have this sort of narrative um you see currently it, it'd be more of it wouldn't be a narrative driven move it'd be more of a technical corrective move so um we're still in this camp so we'd be looking to buy the us indices at a lower price and perhaps start selling the dollar uh, once this corrective move um finishes off so bear that in mind any questions feel free to post them guys as always and on that note thanks very much for joining us we do trade these markets fully live and interactive every day from 8 a.m so welcome to join us for the european session and again for the u.s tra trading session at 12 45 p.m 
Um, for more information, just go to livetraderoom.com. For everyone here, thanks so much. See you again tomorrow. Bye for now.